Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. Habitat for Humanity of Caroline County this morning and a special guest who we're going to talk with or, or introduce you to, uh, reintroduce you to in uh, in, in uh, just a second. Jason Tickle here from uh, of Habitat along with uh, with Mac Williams. Mac, I haven't seen you in a long time. You, yeah. You, uh, yeah. I see pictures here. though and things are, uh, things are, things are going up in Caroline. Yeah, it's a busy time, busy time. Well, and you have to be happy with, because we talked about when uh, you you did the groundbreaking in the fall and you were looking at, you were, you were looking at, uh, you know, building over the winter. This winter hasn't been bad for you as far as you you haven't missed a whole lot because of the weather. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a little wet at times. Yeah. But we were real fortunate. We pushed really, really hard before uh, Christmas to get the rooftops on and... So we were able to dry the houses in, and so uh, we went back in inside and prepared them for, you know, the the plumbing, the mechanics, and so yeah. And I'm pleased to say this morning that uh, we should have an inspection on some insulation, and we should be hanging drywall tomorrow in one of the houses. Wow! So, Dry- yeah. To get to the drywall phase, yeah. It's so pretty exciting. We're excited about it. The, the so. light is starting to appear at the end of the tunnel. These <laughs> these families are excited and yeah. they're seeing a move-in time coming up. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is this is exciting. You 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 kind of had the dedication and in, in, in groundbreaking in, in in Bowling Green in uh, last April, and to start seeing the finish line is pretty exciting. We'll get into all that as as, as we go along. Jason and uh, and Mac from uh, Habitat here. Chip Boyles is back, the executive director with the George Washington Regional Commission. Chip, I see you around town, and I talk about getting you in. It took it took Jason and Mac to get you here. We, it's good to have you here this morning. Well, thank you. It's it, it's hard to say no to Jason when he calls and says, "Hey, I got something for you to do at seven thirty in the morning." <laughs> So the, uh, the the George Washington Regional Commission has played a huge role in what we're seeing with with Habitat in in in, in Caroline, and uh, it's exciting to see. This is just one of the many things that the GWRC provides to uh, to localities around the region. Well, thanks for that. Um, huge may be be a big part. We've we've just had the easy easy part of it of providing some of the funding. Um, they're doing all the hard work, but yes, it is. It is a lot of things that the George Washington Regional Commission tries to participate in in the region, and housing, of course, is probably the fastest growing and biggest in need of all of them right now. And to, to see just the, the the scope, you you were you were involved in in, in helping provide uh, you know some, some of the money to to do what's 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 going on. And affordable housing is something every locality talks about. You're now able to point to what's happening in Caroline. We are. We're, we're certainly using them as an example of, of what can happen. Uh, we're also, it, it plays very closely into as well our partnership with the, the Mary Washington Health System and the Regional Health Department with their Community Health uh, Improvement Plan where housing was one of their top three priorities for, for health reasons. And so we have a group that's meeting regularly, and they're um, made up of, of stakeholders from all around the region, and they're playing a really big part in giving us the direction of how we can help you know, folks like Habitat meet those needs and, and do the real work out there. 
for people who aren't aware, just a real quick GWRC. We 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 hear the acronym a lot, and uh, you 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 work with local governments. Just describe for people what uh, the George Washington Regional oh. Commission provides this area. I will do my best to to do it in a few words or less. But yeah, we are we're a regional government uh, created 54 years ago uh, with a membership of. The, the four counties, Caroline, King George, Spotsylvania, Stafford, and of course, city of Fredericksburg. Um, and we just, we help the local governments and the community with regional issues, things that don't have jurisdictional boundaries on them, like housing for us, like transportation. We, we facilitate uh, the Fredericksburg Area Metropolitan Planning Organization, FAMPO, uh, which works on all the transportation improvements in the region. Um, so yeah, anything that that really crosses borders, environmental, economic development, and job creation, those types of things. Um, one of the big ones for us to be able to keep up with the growth, especially in Caroline, King George, is regional water supply. Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the things I think you'll you'll probably be having guests in the the near future because it's a big big issue especially in the more rural areas. Yeah. Well, and we should say that out of the same office that uh, you come out of, uh, Samantha Shukas is in here all the time talking about housing, and Inalis comes in at times, and we'll talk about transportation there. We really have just a spectacular staff there that that works for this region. We have a phenomenal staff, although I need some help from you on how to call her Samantha because um, we get in trouble if it's not Sam. (laughs) I think I get away with that. Everybody does. (laughs) She's never said anything to me. Nobody else does. (laughs) That's interesting. Yes, we have have, um, nearly 20 staff members um, that that cross the gamut, and, and they're just amazing with being able to to jump across boundaries whether it's jurisdictional boundaries or topic boundaries yeah and that's one thing i really i i like about the regional approach is you know it lets us nonprofits focus on doing the work and they're helping us with the data with capacity building i mean they really are just such a critical role for the region there's just you know a lot of people don't know about all they do but they really just a great team of folks that really, you know, kind of almost like the quarterback or maybe the coach, if you would. <laughs> but they really are doing good things with housing in the COC just to ensure that that a lot of this stuff doesn't slip through the cracks. You know, I've been doing this for 12 years and uh, until the last few years, you know, there were so many missed opportunities. Um, but when Chip came aboard and, and this is long in the works, but yeah. they really have stepped up to this workforce housing thing and just you know expanding just from the homelessness to all levels of housing which is so important um so just commend them for the work they're doing they're really good stuff i hesitate to make chip a coach because he's going to wear an lsu hat (laughs) you bet that's the problem go tigers that's the problem mac before we take a break and this is one of the things we're going to talk a lot about this morning you can always use volunteers these houses can go a lot faster if you 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 have a lot of volunteers but they're opportunities galore absolutely uh you know, um, in the last 24 hours, I don't know how many times the subject of this village concept uh, has come up in conversations. Uh, we cannot do this. This is, yeah. you know, our families, uh, they have to work uh, 30 hours, up to 30 hours a week. And for a long period of time, I mean, it'll take nine months to build these houses. And that's a long time for uh individual to work a full-time job and then come out and and spend that kind of hours every week and so they they are 
they get burned, you know, wore down. Yeah. And so we have some really, really great volunteers to come out and um, show up, <clears throat> but we can always use uh, other groups. Right now, Bill, uh, uh, production days are Wednesdays through Saturdays. Uh, you can go on to uh, habitatofcaroline.org and just volunteer up. We have a work schedule uh, there. Uh, right now, and presently, uh, we could use a few more volunteers on Saturdays. Okay. We're looking for small groups of three or four to come out. And uh, we've had some pretty regular volunteers on Fridays. So Saturday's schedule right now, we could really use a hand. But, yeah. Love to have people come out and spend a day. Habitatofcaroline.org. Look for volunteers. You can uh, sign up, and we'll uh, talk more about that as we, we go along this morning. Uh, Mac Williams is here. Jason Tickle from Habitat. Chip Boyles from uh, GWRC. More on News Talk 1230 WFVA. We will be right back. Com. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. Habitat for Humanity of Caroline County is, uh, is the focus this morning. Habitatofcaroline.org. And again, remember that habitatofcaroline.org for volunteer opportunities. One of the things, Mac, you teach people. I mean, you can come in, you could be somebody like me, and I, I don't have a whole <laughs> lot of skills. And uh, you might be able to teach me a thing or two. Well, um, quite often you're on the job site, you'll hear me refer to the subjects, that whatever we're doing as a dance. And it's pretty much like a dance. Uh, you know, uh, people come out, and you remember your first uh, sixth grade dance you kind of so hang back you kind of hang back and so but you have to get out on the floor so what we do is we intentionally try to set up things in a way that when you come out uh, you can ease into it and feel comfortable about it you know and so um, we love groups coming out and always it's just like that sixth grade dance uh, the ladies usually step up first and that sixth grade dance, if you can remember, the girls got out there and they wiggled a little bit, and then the guys followed. And so it's the same experience out there with Habitat. And you just have to have that character to believe that, you know, you can dance and just come out, get on the dance floor, and we'll teach you how to drive a nail or whatever the situation is. But you'd be surprised. I mean, people really step up. And, uh, you know, so we have a great guy, Bob, now that, that's a volunteer. He comes out. He's military trained. Yeah. He's been trained to train people. And he has a method that um, really brings people in, give them that comfort level and that safety level to be able to do the job on site. So we're really blessed to have Bob out there to help out. Habitatofcaroline.org. Future Builders Program, Jason. This is a big day for the Future Builders Program in Caroline County. That's the, the program that you have with uh, Caroline High School. It is. Exciting day today. In fact, this afternoon, we'll be uh, having a ceremonial wall raising and wall signing. So dignitaries and donors and stakeholders from the region will be uh, meeting at the school this afternoon. And, um, and I'm sure you'll have some good pictures and videos of that later. But yeah, we're excited. They're the, you know, the project they're doing there is just, the kids are just really, they're having a great time. 
Um, you know, they're not building picnic tables or birdhouses. They're building an actual house. So this is just a huge deal for them. And, uh, you know, as we had uh, Noah was just Noah in last here, month. Mr. Just, they talked about some of the students that, you know, had before not been that excited. Now they want to come to school because they love their they love their class. So it's just really a, an amazing program, amazing partnership. And we're excited to see this house start to rise from the ground. So they're they're building a, a modular house on campus, um, two halves. And then when they finish, we'll move them over to the Bridalwood neighborhood and set it up and the home will be sold at cost to a local veteran. And then that money will be recycled and they'll get to repeat that process every year or two, however long it takes them to build a home. So it's, uh, it's just a win-win and really adds a whole nother resource to the high school and to the carpentry class. So it, it'll yeah. be a self-funding, self-perpetuating program. No, it's a kind of, I mean, I, I made, I made uh, window boxes in my shop class. And so think of you know, just what you're, what they're able to do now. It's just terrific. It is. And it, you know, it fits perfectly. If you think about some of our employers in the region and also in, in particular in Caroline, MCD, they actually prefabricate warehouses there in Caroline. And so <laughs> these students, they're going to be able to have some experience. They already got a great partnership with MCD, but it gives them just another layer of getting them prepared to get these jobs that are in the region or you know, a little south of us, Cardinal Homes builds homes. You know, it's a very good commute. So these these are these are the jobs of the future. The construction industry, I really believe, will move more to modular, as we've talked about over the years, especially in rural America. They just they don't have a workforce to, to build stick homes. Um, if you do, it's going to be marked up considerably. So this is really, I think, the, the wave of the future. The students are getting a firsthand glimpse of what the future is going to be like. And so their resumes are really going to pop when they apply for school or if they apply for jobs, hmm. this is going to stand out. So we're, we're really excited about today. And for UMAC, this is just, this is another layer of, of the, the different, the different, different things that, that you've been able to be part of with, with, with Habitat and to, to, to work with yes. the schools and with NOAA and, and, and everything I know has been a thrill. Yes. Um, so I, I'm fortunate to sit in between uh, Jason and Noah, and they have these. Uh, Jason has the heart for the community. Noah has this passion to build these future homes, to build a mousetrap, but build a better mousetrap. Huh. And he he gets involved. He does a lot of research online. He's dragged me into a thought pattern of this um, uh, environmentally built, correctly home. Uh, building science uh, a lot of it is pushed by Virginia Tech and so the home is quite different uh, it's leading edge in the industry as far as um, you know the energy savings and the blower door test that um, just is phenomenal uh, and in fact they uh, uh, Noah has equipment now to be able to do his own blower door test as the house is being built to see how tightly it's, it's being huh. built. So you take that concept and Jason's concept with a zero entry, uh, you know, condition crawl space, Energy Star, EPA certified yeah. healthy home, and you combine those concepts they are throwing at me daily <laughs> and then put together a product that uh, 
And so the students are involved in listening to these conversations and working out uh, on the details of how to build these new homes. And so two of them went to their computer, put some concepts that we were talking about, um, made a basic drawing of what we were talking about. They entered it into an international competition. Uh, they came in fourth place. Um, How about that? They were the only students, uh, high school students, that even was considered. The other uh, three, the the winners of the competition, were college uh, age kids. So these new concepts and everything that's been um, talked about, and yes, we're building it into a product. Uh, um, they're actually working on it now. You know. And so um, the, the kids get this idea that they need to think for themselves and problem solve. And it's more, you know, it's more than just driving a nail and how to cut a board. It really is. Uh, Noah has set up a, a program where they are truly involved in uh, innovation and, and, and figuring out a better home for the community well mac this is this is sort of like this is teaching a dog new tricks and this old this is dog has seeing. learned a lot yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. i don't think i've ever built i know for a fact i've never built a house quite like this product and that's exciting for me you know after 50 years of designing and building homes uh, to even think that we could do it better yeah you know, it, it leads you down these paths and that builds excitement. Uh, Noah's the type of person that really builds excitement when you're around him. His energy, his positive attitude, that translate into the get kids getting excited. You know, when this, the queen of the prom uh, publicly said that her favorite class is the carpentry class at Caroline High School, then you know that something special is going on uh, in the classroom. Yeah. Oh, what a great story that yeah. is. And so um, one of the challenges for any school system now is absenteeism. And to combat that, you have to build programs into the school that kids get excited about. They want to go. to school for. And certainly Noah has has been a champion in that, at that particular um, part of. So there's a lot more going on than just building houses and driving nails. Yeah teaching kids so. chip as we talk about this Ch chip Boyles is the executive director with the george washington regional commission i can't help but think you have to be excited about this because so often and i'm as interested in in, in local government as anybody i love local i mean I, I i look forward to tuesday nights to watch government meetings which makes me there there's that's a, there's a story there's there's there may be something wrong there but to see this kind of th things happening and th that you're involved in, it, it, we need the local government role in things, but the boy, to, to see things really happening out there, I know has to excite you. It's so exciting for us, especially, and as, as Mac was just describing it, I'm smiling here, is that the ability to start to compound the benefit, the community benefit, it's one thing to create four walls and a house, mm -hmm. but if we can do that at the same time we're teaching somebody a trade and a business, then it's a double win. If we can do this with 
getting our local governments to join in on land use patterns that start to to take the housing and then the jobs and put those into a more um, kind of urban setting, bringing people together for, for denser housing, then we start to touch more into the environmental savings that we can do and the transportation savings so people are no longer having to drive an hour away. So when those benefits start compounding, that is the wheelhouse of the George Washington Regional Commission. That's what we're after, or win-win wins. And these type of projects are exactly that. And you can go, you can, what, what's happening in Caroline, to take that to, to Spotsylvania and Stafford and King George and to say, this is what it takes and this is what you can do. This can be replicated. Not, and not just within our region. Our biggest goal would be to take it and go, well, hey, Stay if wide. you were to modify it a little bit here, a little bit there, you can take it to southwest Virginia mm-hmm. and do the same thing. And if we can do it there, we can do it in West Virginia. So to see it replicated, you know, as many places as possible is, is what that ultimate goal. And, and that's why we get certain state and federal funding is to be able to create those models that, that everybody can benefit from. And I look at and you are with, with with so many different things, whether it's whether it is housing or transportation, mm-hmm. you, you are a good quarter you know you know a coach a quarterback of 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 all of these things so that's that having you involved in this is is i'm I'm sure exciting for you just because these are the things that you you want to be working on oh most definitely and and we're constantly trying to find out you know some of the newer areas that that we need to be working on too because things are changing so rapidly um you know one of the big local government topics not just in our region but across especially northern virginia are data centers um i've been doing this a long time i mean the data centers nobody even knew what that was there wasn't anything to no. know yeah <laughs> there wasn't a way to know it they didn't exist and now they're one of the biggest local government topics so yeah. you know how we can tie all of this together it's an exciting time for us and jason this isn't just you know we talk about habitat of caroline and everything that's going on with caroline but you're also these are the early days but of, of branching out and looking at some some uh some uh, localities in the northern neck yeah we did we officially have expanded we cover caroline essex king and queen richmond county and westmoreland in fact i was at the king and queen board of supervisors uh, meeting last night and and yeah we're looking to replicate what we're doing in in these various counties and you know i really believe that housing can be one of the best tools to solve so many of our issues i mean the 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 community issues you know you come out to to habitat site people are are coming together diverse backgrounds Mm -hmm. job training um we've had even before our partnership with the school we've had at least four young men come through as volunteers who are now working in the in the construction industry and then the funding that just is so needed for local economies i believe housing can play such a critical role in, in, in the next whatever, you know, I've, I, you know, you look at our nation every 10, 15 years, there's always something that's causing issues, but housing, I believe with smart local government and smart, smart growth, it can really ride us out of this, these turbulent, turbulent times we're in right now. It can, it just has the ability to bring down so many walls. And so that's why I'm so glad that that our, our region has taken a look at this and the local governments. I've never seen such favorable positions. And so it's exciting. It really is an exciting time. And, 
and hopefully this wave just keeps moving and going forward but it really is an exciting time what an exciting show this morning. Habitatofcaroline.org. Chip Boyles is here from GWRC. Mac Williams and Jason Tickle from Habitat of Caroline. More on News Talk 1230 WFVA. It is 831. From the Fredericksburg Dot Today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFVA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Chip Boyles in this morning, the executive director of the uh, George Washington Regional Commission, along with uh, Jason Tickle and Mac Williams from Habitat for Humanity of Caroline County. Habitatofcaroline.org. All the houses, what, there's, what, there's six of them right now, Mac, that you're working on? Uh, we're working on four, but uh, soon to start, put permits in for eight more oh okay so, so and, and you've got um that's what you do yes i'm don't know where i don't know where the six came from yeah I'm sure you don't want to add that's five. the five <laughs> yeah yeah that's right <laughs> but the fact that you know i i've i've been there for the for the for the start and the trusses going in and things to for you to actually now to start talking about drywall Th- th- things yeah. are going along and if if you need to learn how to do drywall because you want to do that this spring or summer at your house volunteer with the habitat absolutely and uh you know there's always something to do on a habitat um bill bill site but it should be noted that you know habitat has different projects we have a project the self-help build project the four houses that we refer to uh we are um developing on 20 lots in caroline county and the ladysmith area Mm -hmm. So we have to spend some time during the day to promote that and to uh, work out the problems there. And we have the program with high school where we're partnering with the Caroline High School to build a house for the veteran. So not many off different, di- not yeah. many off days for you guys. No, not many times not for you guys of, sitting around saying, yeah. "Well, we don't have anything to do today." Yeah. So Habitat is real blessed to uh, be a part of these programs. And everything and yeah volunteers the subject um there's something always to do uh, my warehouse is just a mess if i had a couple of volunteers i could keep them busy just straightening up and there cleaning you go. up yeah you, you're, you're, so, you, uh, you just have to be able to move to things somebody. and yeah. <laughs> work a broom and that <laughs> kind of thing yeah, absolutely <laughs> So, Mac Williams here from Habitat uh, for Humanity of Caroline County. Jason, Jason Tickle, you just did a this past weekend. Was it a you you continually doing homebuyer presentations? Yes, we hold at least once a month, sometimes more. A um, now, I guess you could say regional for the counties we serve. Homebuyer interest presentation. We hold them online uh, via Zoom or in person at various locations throughout the region. Uh, but if you go to our website, click on the calendar page. You can see all the presentations scheduled. They're literally scheduled through like the fall. Uh, We really try to remove any barriers and oftentimes barriers is just getting to that first presentation. So we schedule them far in advance so people can look and say, okay, I maybe can't make this month, but next month I can. And so we try to rotate between weekend days, weekend evening, I mean, weekday evenings to try to accommodate different schedules and 
doing more of the the online virtual as well. Um, I kind of backed off of that because I'm getting people in like West Virginia watching and wanting to apply for homes. That's how that's how. But that's kind of sad because that's how hard it is to find affordable homes when you got people in other states wanting to do self-help. And then I start to say, hey, well, how are you going to do this? You know, it's like you got to literally put in 24 to 30 hours a week. You can't commute five hours and expect to do that. Give it a work. So we kind of backed off of the uh, of the virtual, but. We now have some ways to kind of limit our audience so that hopefully it's it's just geared more towards people that can actually achieve it. So, yeah, it's it's easy. You can call in or you can join via Zoom um, or, you know, we hold them at the libraries or at our office in Caroline very regularly. So if you prefer in-person or virtual, just check out that calendar and pick a date that works for you and come on out. They do take about two hours. It's a, you know, it's a lot of details. Um, people always want yes and no questions. And that's what's so unique about this product. It's, it's always, you know, well, let's dig a little deeper. Instead of just saying no, can we dig a little deeper to find a yes? And so um, come in to hear what you're applying for, but then just kind of working through your situation figuring out if this is the right program for you is, is just so, you know, the first step is to come to one of these presentations. And you always talk about and will passionately talk about the fact that uh, if, if I've got credit problems, I may have credit problems today, but there are ways to, there are ways to get out and to be, to be patient and to, to, to ask those questions and be able to sit down because you might not be able to to uh, qualify right now, but you might a year from now. Absolutely. Most people, we can get them loan ready within 12 months, with the exception of a few things like bankruptcies. You have to wait three years. Um, but this program is so unique. The loan is so unique. As I shared before, one example that blows people's minds is, say you come through the door and you have some medical collections and you've kind of ignored it. If you call that collection agency, get payment arrangements and either pay it off in six months, you can qualify or simply get a a payment plan. Mm -hmm. And once you've paid that those payments on time for 12 months, even if it's not out of collections, that's still considered positive payment history. And, you know, we can get you qualified. So just come in and finding out what it takes. That's the first step and realizing that this this is totally achievable you know i shared many times i like to hike old rags one of my favorites and but somebody went before me and cut that path if they didn't cut that path i would not be able to make it up that mountain and so i'm not saying our program is easy but there's a clear pathway that's cut that if people follow it it will lead to owning a home so i encourage people to come out and check it out and we're always looking for folks every year we need to have people so it's it's a viable pathway for people to come check it out. Yep, if you if you, you you may be convinced that you don't you can't make it, but you have uh, you you always use the I mean you always are looking for ways to say yes. Absolutely, yeah. I, in fact, it was Jeannie Barbro uh, who said we're looking to find the yes, not the no, and yeah. that's the the philosophy we try to take. So it's uh, we try to find the yes for people. Chip Chip Boyles with uh, with GWRC. The, it just occurs to me, Chip, as we we were, we were sitting here. I think this is just it's so unique that, that you're so part of this and part of this conversation today. And, and, and I've seen you at groundbreakings and, and, and various other things with uh, with, with Habitat and, and, and other things in the community. GWRC and has, has always been part of the community. But boy, 
it seems more and more you are looking for ways to get involved in in some of these programs that help the community because ultimately that's who you're you're through through local governments you're you're working and helping all of us that's certainly what we try to do um we're we're here as a as an organization to help facilitate these relationships the implementation of these projects as as jason was talking i mean i think that the housing ladder is a very good example of what we're trying to do in a lot of regional issues is we want to make sure we've got all the partners in place within our region working with our local governments so that as as a you know a future i won't say a potential a future homeowner mm-hmm. is working their way up that ladder that we give them stopping points along the way if they can only rent for a while we want to make sure that they've got an affordable quality safe place to be renting yeah um maybe even a little bit further down the rungs of that ladder we want to make sure they have a roof over their head if in fact you know that's where they're starting from to eventually hit the the reach the top of the ladder with home ownership um that's that's what we're trying to do and because we cover so many different things you know it's our partners who focus on housing or our partners who focus on job creation or transportation transportation getting i get my house and you're going to get i'm going to get a road that i can get to where i need to go all of these quality of life issues come together at the gwrc and that's what we try to do is give kind of a one-stop shop where hey we can be talking about roads but we're also going to be talking about the effect on housing and the effect housing has on the environment and what the environment has on jobs and and the economy and so it's our four walls where we try to bring all of this together and then build the partnerships between our elected officials our our nonprofit stakeholders and the private citizens and businesses um for me that's that's the excitement it's the relationships you know building relationships because for me that's where it all starts and and without that and without that trust between the stakeholders we won't ever reach and and get to where we need to be so many people i know who are who are commuters and who who ride the bus lines or you know they they take advantage of some of the some of the some of the commuter the commuter connection the the, the things that that, that you have literally you're involved in a lot of things that we don't know about we do we we do a lot and um and and we and we try to modify those as the needs change as we talked about data centers earlier things are changing all the time and we just try to be on top of those changes one thing that I really appreciate, you know, from my side, I don't see everything they do, but part of the Regional Housing Assembly, which we're a member of, one thing that I think is so critical, and I'm so, so happy to see that under CHIP's leadership, they brought this together, but they have brought in for-profit developers. The only way we're going to solve our housing problems is if we have these partnerships between the local governments, for-profits, non-profits, and so I really like how they're bringing all of these stakeholders together who oftentimes normally don't don't really communicate all that much and so this is a place really where there's a lot of regional dialogue and you see a lot of silos being broken down with the work we're doing so it's it's really you know just a, a phenomenal thing that that they're doing pulling all of these people together and 
and it's it's just I'm I'm really glad to be part of the group. I think it's gonna in 20, 30 years from now. I think when people look back, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna see that this group really helped kind of make our region better um, as as we kind of form and, and move from ideas to execution to this and that, which will hopefully be coming in the next you know years and whatnot. Well, I I think I look at you, Jason, and, and think about how. When you first told me about you know the, you you know the USDA program, and I'm thinking USDA and houses, I'm you know somehow I'm missing <laughs> somehow I'm missing something. And the same thing, I think of a couple of years ago, w- doing an interview in the parking lot of GWRC with you and Jeff Black after the after the uh, the, the commission had, had voted and, and, and you got the the, the million dollar grant. And to think, one point know, eight million, just one yeah. point eight. Just, just, just you know, not not nitpicking, <laughs> not at all, not at all, Chip, not at all. But you know, I'm thinking when you're telling me about this, you know, what Habitat and GWRC, and are, are we talking about the same place? And that's and I did. I mean, when when you had said we're, we're just in the parking lot, you want to you want to come on over, and I'm saying. That's you're you're at the place over across from the train station, right? <laughs> so there really are a, a, a lot of a lot of partnerships that, and, and because of that, you're you're able to you know build you know this this number of homes. Yeah, and I don't want to still max thunder thunder today, but that's one of the topics he'll be talking about at today's event. How many people it takes to make this happen? Yeah, the village, the tribe, and it's way bigger than people realize. It is huge. You talked about that at the beginning, Mac. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very fortunate. uh, My desk, uh, I I get to see the different entities that have to come together. Um, The housing, uh, you know, my entire life I've known the value of someone owning their own home. And so uh, the federal government understands clearly uh, the impact it is to a society, to a community, uh, for people to own their own home. Uh, the state and state level, they understand it. I'm real grateful for Chip and his group because what they do, our local governments have a hard time figuring out the, the sweet spot between growth and, mm-hmm. and having the value of owning your own home. So CHIP's group comes in and brings clarity, and they, they bring the unity it takes uh, to understand exactly what's going on. Uh, in our case, we serve the people of our community. Very rarely do we see someone from outside of that community come in. So we, we serve the workforce of our community. The largest workforce of our community are the school systems and, and first responders. And so we are rural areas. So our program, the way we develop, uh, they design the homes and package the homes and the finance and everything um, works really well for rural areas. And so Jason mentioned to you all the rural areas that we're considering. This same package, this same way that Jason can structure the, the, the financing as well as design and build a house for this targeted market will fit any rural area um, hmm. because each rural area has the same thing in common as the workforce, the teachers, the first responders, and and every area needs um, workforce homes, starter homes. So, 
habitatofcaroline.org, habitatofcaroline.org to find out about all, all of this and uh, also volunteering and things like that. Uh, Mac Williams and uh, Jason Tickle from Habitat here. Chip Boyles is here. He is 1.8 million. I will not ever forget that it's 1.8. Thank you, Chip. I needed some way to remember that. And before I said it, I thought, I think it's a million, but I'll, I'll just give it a, I'll give it a shot. That was a great yeah, moment. May, maybe next time we're here, it'll be more. Yeah. <laughs> Quick break, and uh, we'll wrap this up this morning. Good stuff with uh, Jason, Mac, and, uh, and, and Chip on uh, News Talk 1230 WFVA. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel. Great stuff this morning. A lot of good stuff. If you're not in, not encouraged by just the things that we have talked about, like you said, Jason, there's so many things going on in the world today that, and in, in the nation that are concerning. But a conversation like this this morning has to make you feel like you can make a difference. There are things you can make a difference. You can volunteer with Mac and learn a skill and, and, and help someone get into a house. And, and you, you, know, you can be involved or you know, notice the things that somebody like a, a GWRC is doing in the community. There are good things taking place. Absolutely. You know, it, it's so easy to get overwhelmed by life, by all the stuff you, you see happening that is totally out of our control. And so what I... what medical experts have always said is focus on what you can control and you can control what happens in your local community by being involved by volunteering at organizations like habitat the food bank sitting on the different committees that gwrc has for transportation for the environment these are real tangible things that people can take their anxiety. They can take all of this stuff that the world puts on us and they can have an outlet to mm-hmm. to unload it. And so we want to encourage people, whether it's Habitat, GWRC, the Food Bank, MICA, get involved with these groups. And I promise you, you will start to see your problems. Maybe they won't go away, but they're not like that light, lit billboard flashing every day for you to see. You know, you you focus on what you can control, help others the best you can, and I guarantee you people will start to see better, you know, outputs for their life. They'll start to have less anxiety. It's just proven over and over again, giving back is one of the best ways to reduce your stress and anxiety. Chip, I see you here this morning talking about this and, and just just involved in, in, in Habitat of Carolyn. I know Saturday night, Micah has the, the walk, and I know that... Uh, I saw Sam there last year with a with a group from from GWRC that, that did the the coldest night walk. You're involved in the community, like I said. There 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 are a lot of good things. You just you just and you don't have to look yeah. that hard to find oh, them. No, there there are tons of good things. Um, and in whatever um, kind of area that's of interest to you, the environmental. We we now have a full time environmental planner that has. We've got a charrette coming up just to talk about how better to green your environment. Mm. Just doing small things. So, um, yeah, there are tons of things to do. And the thing, and Jason just reminded me of it in, in his discussion. For me, the real benefit of participating at the local level. Just like today, just like when we will have a, a ribbon cutting for a new homeowner, you get to see that smile firsthand 
versus, oh, it's nice to see that something happened in California and it was on the front page of the paper, but it's a heck of a lot better when you're standing in front of that family who's getting their first house and you're seeing the smile, seeing the excitement. Um, boy, that makes it all worthwhile at that point. Now, and you, you, you see so much where, where people are yelling at each other and, and, and all, and you see locally it's not it, – it doesn't have to be like that. Yes. There, there are organizations like Habitat or – you know, you name them that, yeah. that, that you, you can get involved in and, and, and change everything. Mac, again, um, habitatofcaroline.org, volunteer, and um, all kinds of opportunities. All kinds of opportunities. Uh, you know, whether it's just uh, come out and just uh, sweep the floors, you'd be surprised. I mean, uh, four houses, a uh, thousand square feet of bed on each house, uh, it takes a lot of energy just to clean up around and keep the tools straight it's uh, driving nails it's hanging drywall it's uh, all kinds of stuff yes. habitatofcaroline.org jason tickle mac williams chip boyles thanks for what you all do in the community we've got to get this group together again this was this was really good stuff thank you all thanks thank you, thank thank you. you. Thank habitatofcaroline.org thanks for listening see you in the morning thanks for listening to town talk on news talk 1230 wfva the views expressed by the hosting guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station its management or centennial broadcasting hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.